You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I feel like who art ed. Who art ed? Mr. Wood art ed me. Either way, it's ambiguous. It works on so many levels. I know. That's off to a great start. Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, and today we're going to be looking at Johannes Vermeer. Vermeer is best known today for painting The Girl with the Pearl Earring. Part of the allure of this painting is the pose. She seems a little caught off guard looking over her shoulder at the viewer. Or maybe she's turning away from the viewer. The pose has a little bit of ambiguity, and the painting is rendered so beautifully. Many refer to the girl with the pearl earring as the Mona Lisa of the North. There is a bit of a mystery in the interaction, which has been played up in popular culture with movies speculating at a dramatic story behind its creation. Of course, that's all speculation, because as famous as Vermeer is today, we really don't know that much about his life. We know he was a painter and some biographical information, like he was married and had children, but we don't have information about things like where he apprenticed and learned to paint. Most artists will produce hundreds of works, but we only know of 36 Vermeer paintings. Although there was a fascinating incident in the early 20th century where an art dealer convinced the world he had a long-lost Vermeer. If you want to learn more about that, I'll link my episode on Han van Meegren, the art forger who was so good, nobody believed him when he confessed that he was a fraud. But back to the girl with the pearl earring. I think she's so mysterious because she wasn't real. This work is what's referred to as a trony, a picture of an imagined type of figure. She represents a beautiful girl, but not a specific girl. When you think about it, the giant pearl earring would have been incredibly expensive and out of reach for so many in Vermeer's social circle. It's aspirational. The background is darkened, a blank void leaving her in no specific time or place. She's a figure that really lives in the viewer's imagination. There's just enough specificity to feel authentic while the image remains generic enough for the viewer to sort of make their own connections and put their own ideas onto her. Like all of Vermeer's works, it's not so much the lines that are defining the figure, it's the play of light that creates the illusion of form. This play of light in photorealistic works has led many to speculate that he may have been using a sort of camera even though photography wouldn't come around until about 200 years later. Vermeer's work was extremely detailed, and you can obviously imagine it resulted from a slow, deliberate process of a patient and persistent artist. It seems strange for an artist of his skill, though, to have only completed 36 works. 
That would put his pace at around two or three paintings per year. And while quality takes time, it's hard to imagine an artist achieving that level of quality without years of practice and study producing hundreds of pieces in order to gain the skill to produce the fine art he's remembered for today. Oddly, as I said, we really don't have any records on his artistic training. He lived in the North Netherlands in the city of Delft. His name is conspicuously absent of records on artists until around 1653 when he appeared recorded to be a master painter with the Delft Guild of St. Luke. Often there would be records of artists studying under others, working in another artist's studio, apprenticing and rising in the ranks. Vermeer appears to have come on the scene starting at the top. While it's not unheard of for artworks and records to be lost to history, the absence of evidence about Vermeer's training has led to some interesting speculations about just how did he get to be so good. One of the most intriguing theories about how he got to be so good is that he may have been using something called a camera obscura to help in the creation. The theory is basically that Vermeer would use lenses and mirrors to project the subject onto the canvas, and then he would just be painting what he saw, trying to match it around the edges bit by bit. Another interesting bit of information here is that the Netherlands, at that time, they were the leaders in optics and lens technology. Now, some say you can see some evidence of the use of the camera obscura in the hyper-focused detail of some pieces, including maps in the backgrounds of his paintings, along with blurring effects in other parts of the painting, similar to the blur that happens because of depth of field in a photograph. People also point to the fact that so many of Vermeer's paintings were created in the same corner of the same studio. They suggest that... This could be evidence that he had his camera obscura set up, and so that was the only place that he could be painting and arranging his images successfully. Ultimately, whether it was due to his eye and freehand draftsmanship or innovation with technology, Vermeer was an incredibly skilled artist. He created stunning works that continue to capture the imagination of viewers hundreds of years after they were painted. And I imagine they'll continue to do so for hundreds of years to come. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, on the website, whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done.